Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Wednesday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. Andy, you can't spell Group A without Lakers or something like that. They're 4-0 and they win Group A. They throttle Utah 131-99. Lots of good news to talk about. We'll get to it all next. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. Always free, never behind a paywall and Locked On Lakers on YouTube. It's where 22,000 or so subscribers are hanging out, uh, talking about the, uh, the the Lakers dominating, dominating Group A in the first annual, uh, well, I guess it's going to be the first annual in-season tournament in the NBA. Uh, they roll the Utah Jazz 131-99. They win Group A. They move on to the quarterfinals of this thing, and I think have earned themselves an extra home game. I, I don't Yes, they have. It. Yeah. Like, yes, okay, they have. So there, there's something tangible. You get they an extra home, home game. They have home court to, I believe, open the quarterfinals right. of this tournament. They've clinched it, and then right. The only th- all I meant was I wasn't sure if that meant like literally like they will get an extra home game. I, 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 I don't to know. Be, look, I just know they have home court in the right. quarterfinals. Like a lot of people, I am figuring out this tournament as we go. But I, I, I will, I will say that. Go ahead. The tournament, this is something actually uh, Travis Rogers and I talked about. I was uh, filling in on 710 ESPN in L.A. on on the Travis and Sliwa show. Like, I like a lot of people, I think because of sort of the initial confusion and skepticism and cynicism about what this tournament even is, how it's going to operate, what does it all mean or whatever. I, like a lot of people, assumed the players would not take it seriously. They would not be invested in it. They would, you know, most of them are worth tens or hundreds of millions of dollars already. They would poo-poo the idea of an extra 500K. I got to say, I've been completely wrong about this. Uh And James Worthy on the Spectrum Sportsnet postgame show, he talked about how he wasn't really sure about this tournament, but he really likes it now. And something he brought up that I had not thought about before, but I think is interesting he said, assuming the players take it seriously, which by all appearances they have, certainly the Lakers seem to have, but it seems like a league-wide thing, it kind of creates a dress rehearsal vibe of sorts for like the mentality and the process of the playoffs because you're thinking about securing home court. You're thinking about winning games for a specific advantage. As he said, quote, it gives you a vision of what they're looking for in the postseason. Then he said – Quote, I get it now. It's exciting. It's motivating the players. He he brought up the idea of bragging rights. And like James Worthy, for anybody who's watched him in his Lakers coverage, and he's phenomenal. Yep. He is not one to mince words or lie on air. And like if nope. he thought this tournament was silly, I don't think he would crap on it because he's working for you know a network that is partners with the sure. league and sure. you know, a league team and whatever. But I think he would just talk about the standings and keep it moving. Like, yeah. I thought that was a really interesting it, way of framing it. It is. And I is it uh, is it totally accurate? I mean, maybe for some teams it is. For others it isn't. I mean, I think, you know, 
here's what I think it is. It is ultimately, certainly to this point, no harm, no foul. I mean, assuming you don't get all worked up, and I'm not somebody who's going to get worked up about the courts other than I need some of them to be toned down a little bit, just because the experience of watching games on like the Chicago Bulls in red has court, become a problematic color. But it's like that particular, like the Portland red wasn't as bad as like that Chicago red is. But it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But I thought, okay, so fix that. But it's like, okay, fine. The court's different. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not averse to change for change's sake. And there's, it's really kind of no harm, no foul. So if you're not that interested in it, again, other than the courts and the Lakers have a good looking one. I mean, I wouldn't yes, mind the court yeah. being that, that gold color all the time. Um, it, it, it doesn't get in the way. And in terms of the players um, taking it seriously, okay, yeah, a lot of these guys are worth a ton of money, but like, think of it this way. If you make $5 million in the league, and that's, you know, that's like Torian Prince, basically. 500K is 10% of your, of your, of your earnings for the year. Like if somebody for doing I, your job, for, for just doing, doing your, your job, job, you don't have to do anything differently other than win that last game. You don't have to do anything differently. And by the way, maybe get a trip to Vegas, which I don't care. You know, these guys get to go. They'll, they'll, they, they live in luxury when they go there. NBA players like going to Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. If somebody were to incentivize me and my work and say, you can make 10% of your income for doing basically what it is you were doing anyway, just, you know, make sure you're locked in doing that stuff. Like, okay, you got my attention. You know, let's say, you know, if you make $10 million, 500 K is still 5% of your income for doing exactly. Okay. You know, 5% that gets my attention too. So when you think about it, so we're so used to, these how much the, the astronomical amounts of money that these guys make that you can lose track of the fact that for most of America, you know, it takes over five years to make five hundred thousand dollars. That is if a lucky leap ton of money. Lucky, yes, that is a that is a ton of money. So, um, yeah, I can. I think the league has incentivized it in a decent way. Um, I think it is. Kind of no harm, no foul. And what we say, you know, my daughter, who's five, was describing to me something. It's a very important concept that they talk about at kindergarten. Don't yuck someone's yum. You know what? Like, if if this tournament isn't for you, it's not really getting in the way. And if somebody else likes it, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to, to, to poop on them. Don't yuck their yum. Like, let people kind of get into it. And it's a fun thing for the league to try. And it seems to be working. Um, and it worked really well for the Lakers, whether it's because they love the in-season tournament or if it's because most of Group A, as it turns out, is filled with terrible, terrible basketball teams. Well, the Lakers, mean, they, they still won by 32. No, yeah, it's, it's all good. I'm just, I'm, just I'm just transitioning out of this conversation. Uh, the Lakers win Group A with a 131-99 uh, victory over the Utah Jazz, very similar to the Memphis game, Andy, where they were in control throughout um, and got to sit LeBron um, and Anthony Davis late. LeBron didn't even play 25 minutes. He was barely over 24. Uh, just like the Memphis game, it was in front of a back-to-back. -back. The Lakers play tonight a much more difficult game against the Mavericks as it was uh, the last time when the Lakers got Sacramento. So a lot of similarities with that game and this game. 
Uh, we'll unpack it all and talk about a potentially consequential injury um, that could be, uh, eh, don't like the sound of that to Cam Reddish, uh, all that next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by eBay Motors, and our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked on Fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long, whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting for the waiver wire. Every week, we are going to provide you with players guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us for this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Among others, old friend Alex Caruso as of this Ooh. Recording, Caruso is averaging double figures in November, the last six straight games hitting double figures, over 60% from the field, over 50% from behind the arc, plus a steal per game. That is some nice production from a player that a lot of Laker fans wish was still in purple and gold. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. And it's the same with your vehicle. There's nothing worse than having your car break down in real time. True story. I once had to pull over because the car that I was driving on the way to trade it in, the engine caught on fire. And obviously you cannot be on the road with your car literally in flames. That would not have happened if I had, had access to over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die made available for you by eBay Motors. And you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly with brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at those prices, you're burning rubber, not cash or your car. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Andy mentioned uh, the Lakers playing tonight against the Mavericks, who have opened up uh, very strong to start the season. A little bit unexpected, I think, better than most people thought. Of course, they have slowed catch- down though in ways people expected. Yeah, that's true. You can catch every uh, every minute of the broadcast with Sirius XM. This is a seven thirty game. Uh, you catch every minute of the broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Lakers. It is really hard for me to say SXM app. I just struggle mm-hmm. with that, uh, but I am a professional, and we got through it. Um, it th- this game, uh, like it was another one of these things where the Lakers did everything you would want ahead of a tougher game on the second night of a back to back. You know, LeBron twenty four minutes, Anthony Davis twenty nine minutes. Everyone, uh, except for Torian Prince, who played, and we can talk about that, <laughs> everyone really had positive things to contribute, whether it was in the regular part of the game or in garbage time, whatever it is. Um, it just ho- You just hope it translates into a better effort and a better game than it did um, against Sacramento the last time we saw this movie. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they learn the lesson from it. Um, whatever they diagnosed as the problem when it came to coming out just completely flat in that Sacramento game, not taking advantage of the opportunity they had in front of them in terms of rest. Like, I know in that particular game, I, or in that particular case, they played like three games in four nights or five nights, something like that, second end of a back-to-back. I think this will be like sixth game. I think it's six nine and nine. Nights. So, right, right. It's still and a lot. Again, back to back but at the same time like 
This is the NBA. Like this is the way the season works. It's the way the season works for all teams. If you're going to be a contending level team, you have to learn how to deal with this sort of stuff, get through it. And, you know, this is about as good of a setup as you can possibly get for all of the key players other than Cam Reddish, who may not be available for this game against Dallas. He left with a strained groin. There was no real information offered to us after that, um, other than they're going to evaluate it today. We might get some word uh, before the Dallas game. Wasn't quite sure when it happened, other than it must have been very early because Max Christie entered the game during the first quarter. And it was before we even knew anything was wrong with Reddish. I thought maybe it was a sign that Darvin was messing with the rotation a little bit and possibly giving what had been Jackson Hayes' minutes to Mm -hmm. Christie and just going smaller. And then it turned out, no, Reddish is hurt. The upside is Christie actually played well. And these were minutes that he really could use. Darvin actually offered some interesting perspective on Christie's lack of playing time. And he talked about he's got, you know, a great, young, bright future. Thought he's going to be, said he will be with us for a long time. He brought up needing to learn more about navigating screens on the ball. He said he navigates them really well off ball, but tends to get preoccupied with who's screening him as opposed to trying to get into the ball handler, dictating where the guy can or can't go. And he said that, like, circumstances notwithstanding, he was happy to see Christie get this time, do well in it, and look, he might be in for some big minutes against Dallas tonight. So good to see him you know, get a little bit of run and do well with it. It was funny. You know, Darvin talked about garbage time at the end of the game, and uh, the, the Lakers finished with, um, just going back and look, with Wood, Hayes, Hachimura, Reeves, and Christie on the floor. These are players who are, um, pretty generally speaking, pretty prominent parts of the regular non-garbage rotation. They're just out of players, <laughs> and so uh, they don't really have a, a lot of guys to do a garbage time rotation, which is not good. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christie, it is hard to play well in spot minutes. You got twenty-four of them um, on on Tuesday, which especially is, when you're a young player, right? Which is you know you know not you know far more than Christie uh, normally has gotten. It's not technically not a season high. He played twenty-eight minutes against uh, Houston um, in that blowout loss, um, but it's it just he hasn't got he has not gotten a lot of minutes. Um, most of the nights that he's played, if he plays, you're talking you know five minutes, eight minutes, a minute and a half, whatever it might be. Um, and they're going to need him um, at this point. I It's interesting to hear him talk, to hear Darwin talk about like some of the things that, that Christie needs to work on. I, I don't necessarily think those are things that have kept him from playing. Like you can't play until you figure this out. It's not, I, I don't, I don't see it necessarily just like a, uh, you know, a football team with a running back where the, you know the, the 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 guy who seems explosive um, when he's got the ball in his hands can't play because he can't block. You know he can't protect the quarterback on passing downs, whatever it might be. Um, I think a lot. It's just Reddish has played really well, mm-hmm. and their logic was to try to establish Reddish early in the season um, to extract that value and to to get him going 
uh, to see if they could turn him into something, and it worked. <laughs> and so that was surprising, I think, to a lot of people, both as a strategic choice and in terms of how well it 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 it, it did. And Christie seems to have been kind of caught in that. Now he's got to go play. I mean, I, you, all we have to work on is the, you know, currently at least, is the footage of, of, of Reddish walking into the locker room on Tuesday. And he looked uncomfortable. And, you know, you got to be careful with a groin. At the very least, I'd be surprised if he played tonight. Maybe he plays into the weekend. It'll, I think the first step will be, does he travel with the team to Cleveland um, after Thanksgiving as they go to Cleveland on uh, to play on Saturday? Um. I mean, it's it's a silver lining because the way Reddish had played for a defense that has you know been a top ten group uh, over the course of the year has been outstanding and surprising. Um, but everyone had high expectations and high hopes for Christie coming into the season, so this is his opportunity to show. Okay, I'm ready to play too. May not be space for me to play when everybody's healthy, but hey, I can do it. I mean, but by I the way, too. Given who they're playing tonight with Kyrie and with uh, Luca, and they're down Jared Vanderbilt, they're down Gabe Vincent, may not have Cam Reddish like you. I would be very pleasantly surprised if he did play, but even if he did, you don't know how effective he's going to be. That's a lot of point of attack defender that you are going to be trying to compensate without. If yeah. if he's not available, Reddish. That means Christie is likely going to have a very important defensive role yep. in this game at the very least. They're likely going to, I imagine Darwin's going to be telling him something like, you just focus on Kyrie, Luca, both, whatever. Don't care if you score a single point in this game. Try to make life difficult for them without picking up a bunch of fouls. Before we go to break, who do you think he'd start? Who do you Christie. think starts if Christie? If Christie, think Christie starts if yeah. if 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 Reddish can't play, just slides into that spot. Yeah, I, it makes I, the most it, sense to me. I was just curious what you thought. Yeah, it keeps the rotation as intact as possible, and Dallas is not a big enough team that you would feel like okay, you got to go with Christian Wood or something like that. Or I mean, I suppose it could be Rui, but were I to guess, he's going to look to keep the rotation intact and, and go with Christie, like. I think Darvin kind of tipped his hand a little bit in that he just kept Christie to start the second half of this game yeah. without Reddish. So that is my guess. Yeah, I, I, and that's that's what I was thinking too. I was just curious what you thought. Um, Andy, we are 15 games into this season. It has been a really odd, <laughs> you know, odd 15 games. It has been frustrating. Uh, it has been... Uh, not frequently exhilarating, you know, a couple big blowout wins notwithstanding. Lakers have an opportunity to change a little bit of that um, again, win against a good team tonight. But 15 games into the season, I was thinking about this earlier today. I, I'm wondering where you, if, if you're satisfied with kind of the, the record um, and where things stand and what things look like, all things considered. I know I have a thought about it. Curious about yours. We'll talk about it. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by FanDuel, and you can celebrate this NFL season with incredible offers for FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets back with any $5 winning money line bet. Again, just five bucks 
money line bet, you get 150 bucks in bonus bets back. You can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, futures, all sorts of fun stuff. The app is really easy to use. All those options right at your fingertips. And you can also bet on a little bit of basketball. LeBron right now, 75 to 1 to win MVP uh, as of this recording. Anthony Davis, 41 to 1. AD also 6 to 1 to win Defensive Player of the Year on the rise, only behind three time winner and recently choked Rudy Gobert, who is at five and a half to one last I checked. Austin Reeves, nine to one for sixth man of the year. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on. Enjoy the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss, sports with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. So before we even get into my thoughts on where things stand after 15 games, we need to make sure to note LeBron, this is going to be a continual thing with LeBron because when it comes to scoring, he is at the top of the list. So definitionally, every time he scores, he sets a new NBA scoring record. Right. But tonight he became the first player in NBA history to eclipse 39,000 career points. Um, put this a little bit in perspective the next closest active player is Kevin Durant at about 27,300 he's in his 16th season I also was thinking about this LeBron compared to other Lakers the next two highest in terms of career points Anthony Davis a little bit about 16,100 he is in his 12th season now he's averaged 24 points game on his career like this is like a hall of fame type average and then d'angelo russell who's at a little bit over nine thousand in his ninth season he's averaged a little under 18 18 points per game which is nothing to sneeze at pretty good (laughs) yeah the two of them together are in their 21st season combined like lebron in his 21st season together they are about fourteen thousand points behind lebron together He's got a lot of points. He's scored a lot. It's just um, amazing. It's really, yeah. truly. I, I know longevity, blah, blah, blah. You still got to do this at an extent. No, it's long. High it's level. not longevity. I mean, it's longevity averaging no less than like 25 points a game the entire time. He's averaged like, 27 like, per game for his right. career. I mean, I, I forgot what he averaged as a rookie, but it wasn't like he entered the league. He wasn't one of these guys who entered the league averaging like six points a game either. Nope. Um, you know, it's it's not that yes, you got to play a long time to do this stuff, but he's you know, it was two seasons ago he averaged 30 points a game. I mean, like he's still putting up numbers here. Uh, and it's gonna be real hard for anybody to catch him. Uh, I think that is fair to say. Um, KD is basically gonna have to maintain his career averages from now until the end of his career without missing another game in order to pass LeBron. Right, play playing like, until he's like 42. Right, or play um, like 23 seasons, something like that. Right, because LeBron is still adding to the numbers. Thankfully, they don't stop the game every time he, he scores because he set a record, but like that's what he's adding to it every single time. And unless he decides he doesn't want to play next year, he's going to add to it then too. Mm-hmm. Um, and with big numbers, because again, he's just, he's still performing at an incredibly high level and he played very well on, um, played well on, uh, on, uh, on Tuesday. I mean, the Lakers, the Lakers got positive contributions all the way up and down the box score. 
Uh, you know, D'Lo, 7 of 9 from the floor, 20 points, 8 assists. What really stuck out to me, no turnovers against those 8 assists. Um, you know, very controlled game that he's been playing all year long um, and hit uh, three of his four three-pointers, which uh, is a nice bounce back for him. LeBron, 17, 7, and 9, and AD, 26, 16, and 4 with two steals. I mean, he was great, um, you know, Rui had 12, Austin Reeves had 19, you know, plus five and five. Like it was, it was, it was a good game up and down. And what, what I was thinking about earlier was just this, like, I think you would agree. The Lakers haven't looked the way that we hoped they would in the regular season. Correct. I mean, I'm not putting words in your mouth, am I? No, in terms of the, I guess the best vision of right. this team heading into it. No, they have not. If I asked you, if I said before the season started, because we spent a lot of time talking about the schedule, how difficult it was, particularly over these first 15 or 20 games. If I said to you, I will just grant you the Lakers at nine and six after 15 games, you know, you might miss out on the upside. Maybe if they played the games, they'd be, you know, uh, 11 and four, maybe they'd be 10 and five, maybe it'd be 12 and three, whatever it is. But if I said they could be nine and six and you're just, that's it. Would you have taken that? I would have been unhappy. I would have. If somebody said you could just have that, I said, okay, I'd have taken nine and six. Definitely wouldn't have been unhappy about it. I, I thought LeBron's summarized things pretty well. He was asked after the game, something along the lines of his assessment of the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, he said that he doesn't know quite yet what they have because they have not been whole at any point this entire season. They have not had Jared uh-huh. Vanderbilt the entire year. They've missed Gabe Vincent for about two-thirds of the season. They missed Rui for a handful of games. So, you know, they're still trying to figure out who they are. But in the meantime, they still have to try to execute as best they can on both ends of the floor. But LeBron noted that, he feels like he trusts everybody on this team when they step on the floor. And, you know, for all the hand-wringing over this team, and there have been reasons to wring your hands, like you said, they're three games above 500, and they're also undefeated against teams under 500, which isn't necessarily an achievement, but it's how at least competent teams stack wins while figuring out who they are and how to be the best version of themselves. And it's also how legit contenders who know exactly who they are stack their record when they're trying to get home court throughout the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of ways, they've they've handled their business, even if they have not looked particularly inspiring along the way. You know, it's very much like the the doctor's oath: first, do no harm. Yep. They've not harmed themselves at, at all. Yeah. And I was thinking of LeBron's quote when I was when I asked the question because you know, and you already mentioned it, this idea that we don't really know what we are yet. And look, I understand all teams have had players in and out of the lineup, and then you know, we're not whole and this and that. The Lakers have been really; it's been an inconsistent, also too, um, sort of lack of wholeness. Um, you know, where it's different people in and out of the lineup, and you know, you know, it's. Couple of days, you know, games. It's been AD, you know, LeBron, and like you know, so it's like they just they haven't been able to play seven games with the same people, you know, six, five, six, seven, eight games in a row with the same people, even if Vanderbilt's gone and 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 Vincent is gone and whatever. 
And I think when you put all those things together and they're still nine and six, okay. Like, you know, I don't know what this road trip's going to hold. This is a tough road trip. Starts in Cleveland, though they might get a break. Donovan Mitchell has been out with a hamstring problem. Um, he is not going to play. They've already said he's not playing tonight in, in Cleveland's game. Whether he's ready to play on Saturday, obviously nobody knows. But, you know, you catch a break with Cleveland without Donovan Mitchell. Okay. You know, but that's a tough game. You Philly, um, Detroit, you ought to be able to win that one. But it's, you know, it's a, it's a, this is a tough road trip. Um, I, I just, I, I, I'm okay with where they are. Like, cause I feel like there is no reason to believe they can't get better. Um, Vanderbilt's sort of on his way back. It seems like, um, outside shooting should improve just naturally because Reeves got off to such a bad start and Russell's been inconsistent, but you know, those guys are kind of getting it together and that should start to elevate. Um, LeBron has been great. AD has overall been great. I don't feel like there's any gigantic flaw that I look at and say, Oh, I mean, they've got flaws, but every team's got flaws. I, I don't see it where I, I feel like our initial take on what this team could be has been proven wrong. I mean, put it this way right now. If, if the playoffs began today, the Lakers would be a sixth seed and they would be avoiding the play-in altogether. They've also, I, I believe, with the result of this win or maybe even a little bit before that, their point differential now is in the positive, which again may not feel like some massive achievement, but for like the first few weeks of this season, they were decidedly in the negative. Yeah. So it's just indicative of trending in the right direction, even if you may not see the light at the end of the tunnel, but there's reason to believe that it's worth traveling through the tunnel. And it's also important to remember that, like, you don't have to discover it right now. Like, it's reassuring to feel like everything's just clicking and it's awesome. That's when it's most fun. That's when it's most exciting. But the truth is they don't have to be the best version of themselves right now. But they're not hurting themselves in this process of figuring out whatever those next steps are. Right. They, they haven't done any damage. No. And, you know, again, it's... it's uh... You know, they see Oklahoma City as the, the at the end of the road trip, you know, which Ooh. is always a tough game. Back to back next Wednesday and Thursday, Detroit and Oklahoma City. We'll be talking, having hopefully a very similar conversation um, a week from today, basically after the Detroit game, where they play it and blow out another team ahead of a very difficult game Man. on the second night of a back to back. Good, they are good. They, they are. are fun. Oh my um, God, God they're so much team fun to watch play between Chet and Shea. Oh man, that's a fun team to watch. Um, do we, I did mention the, uh, the Mavericks game again, another reminder, you can catch, uh, every minute of that broadcast Lakers Mavericks, seven 30 on Sirius XM on the S X M app. Uh, you search Lakers reminder. You've seen the banner. If you've been watching on the YouTube channel about the subtext channel, uh, that's one-on-one -on -one text communication with us. The Kamenetsky brothers, you know, we'll have reaction news, rumors. We're going to play around with mailbags, all that kind of stuff, stuff we'll be using on the show. But just another way to kind of communicate, be part of the show um, and and talk Lakers. So you go to uh, subtext, 
dot com slash locked on Lakers and you can get a free join subtext dot join sub thank you join subtext dot com slash locked on Lakers for a free 14 day trial. We will see everybody after the game tomorrow.